On July 5th, 1936, one of the deadliest heat waves in Canadian history started as it hit Manitoba and Ontario, and it lasted for almost two weeks. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. By the time the calendar had clicked over to July 5th, the situation in Ontario was already extreme. On this day in weather history, what today is the modern-day traffic jam QEW corridor between Hamilton to Niagara and along Lake Erie was described in the Toronto Daily Star to have been a parched wasteland. Drought had set in with no rain for weeks. Farmers in Western Ontario complained of dry wells and local creeks dried to almost nothing. It started on July 5th, but by July 7th, temperatures were again for consecutive days over 30. But much worse was to come. July 8th. The Star reported that the official temperature at 1.30 in the afternoon was 35 degrees Celsius, and meteorologists were forecasting it to go higher. Yet, that didn't stop people crowding streetcars and ferries on their way to the beach. July 9th. Temperatures have gone over 40 degrees Celsius, and this is now making life intolerable in the poorer neighborhoods. One newsman referred to these areas as downtown slums and districts of torture. Sunnyside, Balmy Beach, and the Toronto Island all recorded record visitor numbers while drivers lined Fleet Street, hoping just to fill their primitive vehicles with anything even close to the whisper of a lake breeze. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. July 10th. This was when things started to unravel. With the temperature again for another day in a row over 40 degrees Celsius, people began to die in significant numbers. It was the very young who suffered the most and the Toronto Daily Star held back nothing when describing the heart-wrenching details. They wrote, there were two little girls who had taken a pail of water and soaked the blistering dried out earth and were lying there like dogs trying to keep cool, read one account. Another said, a filthy, naked baby was seen crawling on the ground between tin shacks crammed along narrow alleys. Beads of sweat would leave a clean path on his body as they rolled down his face. Environment Canada says the heat was so intense that steel rail lines and bridge girders twisted, sidewalks buckled, crops wilted, and fruit was literally baking on the very trees they were growing. As a matter of fact, a million 1936 Canadian dollars worth of crops across just Ontario alone were ruined. Meanwhile, more affluent residents left their lawn hoses on all night, forcing a ban on watering because East York was running out of drinking water. The Star and Globe newspapers now started publishing lists of the deceased, which mostly consisted of the elderly and children. Some succumbed to heart attacks, 
others by drownings in rivers, canals, and lakes, trying to find any relief, but without the necessary skills to actually swim. And still, many fainted and simply didn't wake up. Despite the extreme heat getting up to 44 degrees Celsius, the humidity was mercifully low, helping a death toll that most certainly would have been much worse. By the time the heat finally dipped into the high 20s on July 15th, more than 200 people in Toronto were dead. But the overall final death toll across the whole region that was affected would be 1,100 and 80. Tomorrow is July 6th. On average, less than five tornadoes hit Quebec every year. So the odds are good you'll never see one. But on July 6, 1999, a tornado ripped through three Quebec towns and tore roofs off homes, leaving 200 people in need of temporary shelter and resulting in one death. We look back at the Drummondville Tornado of 1999 tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.